Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast, where when you can't be in the outdoors, we bring it to you. Welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. Now, I'm sure you guys are thinking, holy crap, you guys actually still have a podcast. And the answer to that question is, yes, we do. And I am very, very sorry. Uh, it has been chaos. And the that has just been the theme of, of Chasing Tales for like the last year and a half at this point. And so I just embrace it. It is what it is. Um, if we were going to be more consistent, we would have by now. And so we just crank out what we can when we can. And uh, we're just glad there's somebody still on the audio wave you know paying attention and listening to us because lord knows we don't deserve the support that you guys give us on a a weekend week out basis but here we are we are recording uh the the first ever deer season podcast uh with with none other than the south florida the south alabama legend He's grinning ear to ear right now. That boy is middle. I'm talking this guy is smack dab in the middle of packing for our Patreon hunt, which as we are recording this, we are, how do we count this? How did we agree in the Patreon group we count this? Is it sleeps plus one or something like that? Sleeps plus a drive? So it's like Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. We're three, we're three sleeps away. I'm about eight to nine hours away from leaving. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely get a little bit of a head start on me, and I am jealous to say the least. So, uh, you know, what, what we're doing, guys, if, if you're just not tuning into the podcast, realistically, every year, uh, starting with last year, we started uh, a Patreon hunt where everybody who supports the show is invited to come do a deer hunt. And we bounce around all over the state of Florida. We have a good time. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's really not about killing deer. It's about having a good time with everybody at deer camp. We're bringing deer camp back. We've said that on the podcast a couple times now. And we mean it and we have a good time doing it. <laughs> Brett's dancing right now. He's in his, hey, let me paint the picture for you guys. You've got this beautiful 
black walnut uh, uh, wood walls. You've got a little scrub, little chicken buck, if you will, over in the corner mounted. You've got a bow press with a bow hunting league uh, bench on it. And, chicken and, buck. Isn't that what that is? How big is he? Yeah. Go snag him off that wall. That's a chicken buck. This is my one and only Florida buck. Oh, that's a stud, actually. That's actually a great deer. It just was so far, and I'm so old, I just thought it was a chicken buck. And he's right close to right almost Boone 90 Crockett. inches. Yeah, yeah. We're going to kill a bigger one than that this year together. <laughs> if you've been if you've been hanging out to what well, hold on back so then we got a, a beautiful little gun safe over here now the gun safe is just for show because brett is solely a bow hunter by and large every year he busts out the 308 and smokes things uh but realistically he's a bow hunting league diehard and uh he's getting ready boys and i'm gonna tell you something he and i went hunting opening day and had a good time it was one of those like not necessarily a good time because you killed something, but a good time because it was eventful. And so we're going to talk about that in a second. But we have to do something uh, we are behind on because we haven't put out a podcast. I'm looking at nine. We're not going to talk about all nine on this podcast, but we have nine new Patreon supporters since the last podcast. And so we're one of the things we do is we say thank you on the podcast. We give you a shout out. So Adam Howell, Alex Bittner, Ryan Ravello, Bruce Tyson, and Tyler defusco 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 uh we're gonna say thanks to you guys right off the jump and uh i I can't believe we had nine more people sign up but brett you're part of that patreon group we have a good time uh we get rowdy in there we have a fun time um no one there's no no one pulls pulls their punches on me either Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's right as it should be, as it should be. I'm not upset about it. So, um, dude, okay, real quick. I need your bold predictions before we go anywhere with this. What are your bold predictions for this upcoming weekend? So, a bold prediction? Yeah. Who? Bold prediction, there'll be six bucks killed. Rack bucks, not spikes. Dad gummit son. Dad gummit son. That means Pat Pat's gonna have to pull his weight. <laughs> Six rack bucks. How many are you gonna kill? I'm gonna try to kill one. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I haven't set foot on the place ever, so that's why I'm getting there early to Scout it up on the ground. See what I can figure out. Never been that deep. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) No, I'm with you, man. It's uh, you're going to be in like uh, a different part of Florida. You're you're used to scouting my part of Florida, which is going to remain unnamed. But um, you know, I I think I think it's going to be interesting because you're going to see like flat, swampy areas that are. You know, the home of the chicken buck, both literally and figuratively, it is the home of the chicken buck. And so it's going to be a good time. I think uh, I think the fact that it's bow season and does are fair game, I think deer are going to die. Um, I'm really looking forward to it because realistically, honestly, if I could kill a doe, that will be the earliest in the year that I've killed a doe and a deer in Florida in a very long time. Normally, I'm like October to December. I've actually never even hunted in September before. 
Because <laughs> your season's, uh, what, October 1? Yeah, I've never hunted before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So this will be the first time. So I, I'm going to come. I hope you kill a deer, man. I really I think that'd be cool as can be. I know Chase is bringing his camera. He's going to be filming. You're bringing all your self-filming gear. Yep. You going to be hunting or you going to be filming? I'm going to be hunting. Yeah. There you go. Yo, you got your camera arm right there. Yeah, get all this stuff packed up. That's yeah. what I got. Accessories. Mm-hmm. Got my Tacticam mounted yep. up. Charged up last night. There you go. Look at that, man. It's all there. Well, come, It come with a handy-dandy remote, so if I could keep that, depending on what I'm wearing, if I keep that like a chest pocket or something, I could just potentially. Yeah, yeah, just click, click. That. Yeah. And go. It'd be easy. So, in case anybody hasn't been paying attention to the YouTube channel, Brett has been helping us create some content. Uh, if if there was ever a deer hunting contributor for the podcast, it would be Brett. He's the guy that just lives and breathes uh, deer hunting. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Obviously, everybody knows this. I'm big into turkeys, and so I live and breathe turkey. I'm thinking turkey right now. I'm definitely thinking deer because cool weather's coming and everything. You know, everything's going to be hot. But you know, realistically, I think about turkey more than I do deer. I mean, we were talking about growing the team. Uh, Brett has constantly uh, begged us to be a part of the show, and so uh, we were we were thinking about <laughs> we were thinking about all the people who deer hunt who might be willing to tow a camera. And Brett's been going out there doing it, and so uh, this is your proven year, man. This is the year I tell everybody it's like you need to take a year and film and see if it's really for you because it's not easy, and it's not always fun. And I know how serious you are about shooting big whitetails and if that camera gets in the way of you killing a whitetail everybody's gonna feel it man the ground's just gonna be rumbling and brett's gonna be ah, slinging tactic cams and losing his mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna try not let that happen but i know it will eventually yep unfortunately it will i mean it'll get in the way to some extent you know i always keep it fun you know i tell everybody all the time i'm a self-filmer so the footage is not going to look like heartland bow hunter I'm just doing the best I can to capture the footage. And when I'm by myself, that's mainly action cams. And I'm unapologetic about that. You know, I've got the Insta360. Um, and when I've got a, 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 a video guy, like I had you this past weekend, that changes everything because now you can run the big camera and you can get some good footage. So, man, why don't we kind of break into it? We, You drove an hour and 15 minutes. Um, yeah, that morning, that's what it said. Yeah, an hour and 15 minutes, you refused to take any money for me for gas, which, I'll tell you what, man, the guy not only supports the show, but he'll burn his own gas to come film for you, and so, uh, we, we get there, got there on time, I didn't oversleep, I told every, I told my wife, I said I woke up like every, I think I told you this too, I woke up like every hour that night and went, <gasps> oh my god, I've overslept. And it'd be like 11.45, 10, 12.30, you know, like I was just like, I was mortified because the whole time I'm thinking if I oversleep, Brett is never going to let me live this thing down in the pot, in the Patreon group. He is going to come at me every single time he gets an opportunity and rightfully so. So that dang sure wasn't happening. In fact, I was up at like 3.30 and I'm sipping on coffee and I'm doing my thing. And Brett's like on the way. I'm like, dad, gum it. <laughs> He's early. And so. I go out back, and my trailer lights don't work. So I had to check the ground on that, and I got it going. But that's why you leave early. That's why you get up early, you know. And uh, we get there, and there's not a single boat at the boat ramp. 
It's perfect conditions. Moon is high. You you don't even need to freaking like lights on the front of the boat to see where you're going. Get the boat in the water, and I tell Brett, all right, I'm going to work on getting this motor going. It's a little finicky right now for some reason. While I do that, you go ahead and drop the trolling motor down in the water and get going. And I'm back there getting the motor ready, and I hear, (laughs) Brett goes, how do you turn this thing on? (laughs) And the freaking trolling motor right off the jump, first hunt of the year. Dead. Not the battery dead. I'm talking the trolling motor is shot. I hooked it up to two different batteries. Gone. Done. Stick a fork in it. And Brett then just sighed and thought, man, this is going to be a mess. What I was thinking (laughs) is he was steadily pulling on the motor. (laughs) Stuck in hydrilla. Yeah, we were too. And that's why I told him, I said, give me that damn paddle. Yep. <laughs> I started paddling. We got out in the channel. We sitting there. Another boat puts in a duck boat. I think. Yeah. Puts for sure. in, goes out, and just ah, and they're yep. gone. We just stuck out in the middle of the water. Walks pulling on his motor, <laughs> and I'm slowly kind of paddling that way, thinking, "Hmm, this might not be good." <laughs> And you finally get to crank it, just when you engage it, it would just yeah. kind of just choke out. And I guess eventually you got it, just gave it just a little gas at a time, and it slowly got it to speed like a fast trolling motor. And mm-hmm. We just rode it out. Yeah, we were zipping too. It took too. a long time to get there, but we yeah. made it. It did. It did. Well, you know what's funny is I looked from the time in which I sent – uh, a text on my wife with our location because it. My wife's only two rules are: when I park the truck, I send my location, and when I get where I'm going, I send my location. That way, she's got like you know the two different things to give to the Mounties if I ever don't come home. And so the time from when I sent that and we got there, how long do you think that really was? Oh, probably an hour. <laughs> It wasn't even close, dude. It was 20, 27 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, it really blew my mind. Because we didn't have far to go, which is why I told you to drop the trolling motor in. Because, I mean, realistically, even you said this after we left, you don't even really need the outboard. You can just use the trolling motor and just putts right on over there where we were going. Um, it was really about access more than it was, like, the need to use a, a boat. And so, uh, yeah, basically, I just slowly – it was like the – I think the fuel pump's bad – or going bad or something. I don't know, but, um, uh, we, I'm sending it to Jabo. shout out to Jabo and his dad. His dad's a, uh, uh, small engine repair fella. And he, uh, has volunteered to work on my outboard for me. So I'm going to bring the outboard and drop it off with Jabo. He's going to take it to his dad. His dad's going to wave a magic wand over it. And then I'm going to get it back. So, uh, but anyway, so I'm pulling on that thing, and what you're right, I just slowly gave it a little bit of gas, a little bit of gas, a little bit of gas, and I pulled out my, my Navionics to see how fast we were going. We were moving at about eight miles an hour, which is, like you said, oh, really man. fast. Yeah, yeah. And so we get there, we get set up, we pick a tree, we kind of, I hadn't been there since January of last year, but I knew the area was good, and I wasn't wrong. And... uh <laughs> we get up on the bank and the problem is last January when I was there, there were no leaves on the trees 
And so uh, every, everywhere looked a lot different. I knew this was going to be an issue we faced, but, you know, it was, the, the spot was too good. And so Brett and I are trying to, like, finagle our way through the woods to get to where we need to get to. And, I mean, we ain't but, like, 40, 40 yards maximum from where we launched the boat. And we finally pick a tree. The canopy's so thick that you can't get very high. We get, like, 10, 12 feet up there. We did get in clean, though. Like, we didn't make any big clanks. We didn't make any loud noise. And for the first time setting up cameraman, like, I feel like we did a pretty good job. What do you think? Oh yeah, I'm a pro. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Midwest White Tail calling you right now? Well, it it helps you have, you know, two hands. I mean, yeah. like an extra person because while when you're climbing a tree, I could just hand you your sticks. Yep. Hand you your bow. Hand you your platform. That's you right. You know, at the time you needed it, that way there wasn't multiple things to ding on as well. That's right. Or make noises per se, and we ended up. Like when we when we got in there, it's just real thick. So if you're standing there and we had a green lamp on, and you're looking, all you're seeing is like leaves, mm-hmm. like from undergrowth. So it seemed like it was nice hardwoods, but it was real thick under as well. And we were just going off of a pin you had uh, where you had your camera, mm-hmm. and uh, what we thought that or what you had thought the deer were doing and we went in and we got in the only little bit of open spot the canopy kind of opened up and it felt like we had a lane back towards uh where the deer were crossing the camera which uh <laughs> there's a reason why that lane was there <laughs> it seemed like a little subtle bench that was right there. The, the lower the lowest bench on that ridge and they ended up being setting up right on the deer trail. I mean, I had that like open little lane (laughs) right on the deer trail. When he says like, I mean, the deer trail went up against the bark of the tree we were in. (laughs) But we got in there, we got in clean and Brett's kind of hard of hearing. And so, Every time I'd talk, the poor guy'd have to like swing around the tree to, to to hear me. And there was a woodpecker early in the morning, real early in the morning, and he's just hammering at this tree above us and throwing bark on the ground. And to me, it sounded like footsteps, like something moving kind of quickly through some wet leaves. And so, like, I got the bow, and he got the camera out, and we're sitting there, and and it felt like an eternity. I swear, that first that first sit for me always feels like an eternity for the sun to come up. And here comes the sun. And like chicken bucks polo on us, and he's already like passed on six deer. And (laughs) 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 the sun is coming up, and you can start to really pick your shooting lanes. And we're ranging them and getting everything figured out. And right about prime shooting light, you hear down the water, and you hear a couple guys talking. And it's like, are you kidding me? Are, Are we about to have some guys come right in on us? And right as I go to say something, the guy on the boat goes, oh, look, another boat. And Brett goes, he sees the boat. I'm like, yeah, he sees the boat. And he and it sounds like he turns around and goes like 50 yards away from us and then anchors the boat up, like right there, right where I thought the deer were coming from. And uh, it had been. You know, I have a cell cam in the area, so I knew what these deer had been doing as a general rule. And I'm kind of bummed. Like I'm, I'm just gut punched. I got a cameraman. We got in here clean. The plan worked, right? Like this sucks. And so I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. We're already here. 
we don't have long before the rain gets here because that's the other thing we didn't tell them is we were we were racing rain the whole time big old thunderstorm and every time that thunderstorm would come across the 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 peninsula of florida and into georgia it would just dissipate and fall apart and so (laughs) we're sitting there (laughs) and and i get the bubble guts i'm like oh you got to be kidding me i mean it's like what seven forty eight o'clock at this point i get it's right at seven thirty to seven no I think that's what time we seen the deer. So it was just before that. It's like seven o'clock, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, prime time. Prime time, and I'm like, well, the, this guy's already cut us off. I'm not gonna sit up here and just like sweat. I'm not gonna have the poop sweats up here in the tree. I'm gonna get down. I'm gonna walk the direction the deer aren't gonna come from. Ha ha. We'll come back to that later. I'm gonna walk the direction the deer aren't gonna come from anyways, and I'm gonna go take a poop and I'm gonna come back. And so I go do my business, come back I'm down. I'm you creeping. I come back up and as I climb the tree, I look down and the sun's come up high enough and I've been walking down the deer trail and I look at Brett and I'm like, man, (laughs) almost looks like there's a deer trail right here, right underneath the tree. And Brett's like, yeah, sure, sure. Kind of does. Sure. Kind of does. And about 10, 15 minutes pass. (laughs) <laughs> 10 15 minutes pass and i look to my left and at like 12 13 yards here comes a doe down the trail that i just walked down that i just pooped at the end of she walked past that which god bless her soul she walks past that <laughs> and is standing there and i get brett there's a deer right here i get no more than that whisper out and she's at 10 yards and she looks up and sees us and has a freaking conniption i mean she blew out of there she didn't smell us i don't think um, but she blew off in the distance and just blew and blew and blew and blew. And I kept thinking, man, she might come try and sneak down wind of us. Our thermals were perfect. We could have probably still got a shot off at her. And <sighs> sure enough, that. And the way we're, the way we were set up, like my back is towards her. Mm-hmm. So I'm facing down that trail where we think that you're coming. Walter is actually kind of hanging over the trail (laughs) where his right side is where we thought they were coming. So this deer come to his left and he's like hanging over the trail that she wants to walk down. So he's kind of like stuck out to her. You know, those, you know, those drive through (laughs) bars that you have to drive underneath that says like, that says like eight feet or smaller. I'm basically hanging right over her. (laughs) So she popped, I Believe the way you described, she popped out around that tree, and when she did, she's <laughs> froze. <laughs> I saw her go behind the tree, and that's when I said, Brett, there's a deer. She popped around that corner, and bro, eyes are as big as saucers. She was like, Whoa! <laughs> oh, man. And the funny thing is, we had debated on setting up in this pine tree that was like five yards off the trail, and we chose not. It wasn't a pine tree. What was it? Uh, yeah, it was another little, a little skinnier oak tree. That's what it was. Yeah, no, we might not even, we wouldn't even got as high as what we were because it has no. lower limbs on it. Yep. But we talked about setting up there, and you and I, in hindsight, were like, man, had we set up in that tree, we, you know, she would have come down that trail, and we would have been just off of it enough, up tucked up in those limbs. There was a chance, but okay. man, she came down that trail and got out of there, and we, we spent a while watching her, and she stood there, man, probably. She stood there not blowing for like, I don't know. It felt like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it was a while. 
And then she went back down the trail. It seemed like the way she come from, right past where you had been. <laughs> right. And uh, but yeah, that pine tree that was like ten yards. Well, it was like ten yards or so. That'd been perfect. Yeah. The way we'd say that because you could have seen her coming, but mm-hmm. hindsight now we know. Yeah. After we, so them guys, I don't know what what they. I guess they were just fishing. I think they, they were. Either there or they saw us and they just went down somewhere. Yeah, after that, we were just waiting on her to sneak down wind because she didn't smell us. She just seen something. Right. And she only went 30, 40 yards and she just stood there and blued and just stomped and walked and stood. Mm -hmm. Uh, She didn't know what was going on. She just seen something that wasn't right. Yeah, you know, it was interesting because. I really thought like we had like a if you go like north south east west and you're just making a picture like just pretend like the the slope went from east to west our scent was basically going from east to west I mean it was perfect and we were right on the water's edge there was no chance actually our scent was really going like southeast to northwest and she was due south so even if she had tried to sneak around us by the time she even got due west she probably still yeah. wouldn't have smelled us yeah so like our scent going back to the water mm-hmm. it was actually going to the water but in an angle away from her so even if she was straight down between us and the water she wouldn't have caught our scent she would have had to go past us mm-hmm. which would have gave us opportunity to shoot her yeah are you an opportunity to shoot her and i had one lane i would have caught her right before she would have probably got there was that there was a nice little like where all these different points came down to the water there was this really cool little thermal hub bench thing down there that was really neat like i i think it was probably too small to try and hunt it like a thermal hub um but i, I tell you what man we picked out a couple trees we ended up getting down and and i had to get back to the house and we ended up getting down and walking around. There were a couple of really nice trees over there that you could put your back to that water. And in this oh, area, right on the water, right on the water. I mean, smack dab. And I think this is one of those places you come back during, during the rut. And I know this to be true because I put a camera up and I got photos of bucks coming through that area, checking for does. I bet you that little thermal hub right there, they check because that whole bedding area that's up there on that Ridge, he can sit right there and with the right wind, everything just drops right down to him. So and not to mention, it's got a drainage that runs right down between them two ridges. Yep. A literal, literal drops, drops right down in there. Yep. So and they're crossing right down through that bottom and up the other hill. We we pushed past that, and I, I put some fresh batteries in the camera. They've been there since January. And uh, we push over the other side, and I'm like, hey, man, I think there's an oak grove over here. Uh, I didn't see anything last year, but I feel like we should go check it out. And so, Brett ever the enthusiast about going and scouting i mean you 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 could be like dude there's a cat five hurricane but i'm gonna go out to Appalachicola and do some scouting he's like all right i'll get my rain jacket like let's go <laughs> we're sitting there and we pop over the ridge and brett jo- 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 jerks his finger down and goes look at that and he picks up this big old green acorn i'm talking monstrous joker and he finds another one. He finds another one. And look, the, the ground it just looks like it's just been like rooted with like a nose, like just gently scraped away. And and uh, we start looking around, and we find a bunch of white oaks that they that those acorns were getting cut from. And then we found a new species to me. Never encountered one of these before, but we, you and I were very easily able to identify what it was. It's a Schumer oak. And um, if you're a big fan of Catman's show, 
Catman loves Schumer Oaks. He has probably the definitive video on Oak identification. And uh, he basically said, y'all found the effing gold mine. <laughs> he said he prefers hunting over Schumer's than anything else. He said the coolest thing about them is that they, they start dropping in September and they'll drop through January because this all, not all the same trees will drop at the same time that they just kind of start staggering their, their drop. And so he said, you know, whereas like a white oak, you've got two, three weeks of really good hunting. He's yeah. like, yeah, you can go back to that Schumer growth every few weeks and, and, and kill deer on it. So you were interesting. It is, isn't it? There was, I bet, at least eight or ten oaks just in that little acre or two right there. Yeah. The one we found all the holes under, there was birds all in it, squirrels in it, and they were just knocking egg. I mean, it was just raining mm-hmm. acorns, even though they were still green, but they were already trying to get after that one tree. Yep. That humor tree, so. And it was just covered on the ground, everything that was on the ground. There was a bunch of caps, busted acorns. And that I guarantee you, or we're pretty sure, that doe, that's where she was going back to, to get more acorns yep. that morning. Until oh. she seen, seen the blob. Until <laughs> she saw the red-headed blunder. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I got, we put a camera on a trail. You found a trail that ran right by the water's edge where all those caps, those fresh caps were. And while you were down there, I ran back and got my, my trail camera and moved it. We moved it, what, like 75 yards, but it was in a way better spot. Yeah. yeah. We, we found a big, you found a big old rub on the tree. Uh, look, looks yeah. fairly fresh. Like maybe something that shelled it. A bay leaf tree. It was too. <laughs> Wish I loved the rub. Yep. I got something in my ear. Sorry about that. But uh, I went and got that trail camera. I got pictures of does hours after we left. Like, bam, 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 in daylight hours. I mean, they have been hitting that thing left and right. And, and what they're doing is they're, like, going up and down. And I, we're facing, like, this little side hill. And they're going up and down and up and down and left and right and up and down. They're just, like, meandering. They're just waiting for those trees to start dropping, man. So, I they're think. They're already eating on that one a little bit. Now they're, they're feeming. Yep. Yeah, well, and if you Google Schumert oaks, uh, the acorns, they're brown when they're ripe. And mm-hmm. those ones that we saw, um, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's because the squirrels and birds were knocking them out. And the yep. deer were taking advantage of that already, so they were just, yeah. come on, yeah, I need more. Yep, yeah, so Schumert, when they're ripe, they're like a dull brown. Yeah, yep. I'm trying to find the photo. So I Googled that on uh, the other day when I got home. Um because I wanted to, uh, so there's there's what that, mm-hmm. that dog yeah, brown. I, I seen them the other day. I looked it up on Catman's website. Yep. yep. And so um, my thinking is that I think we're probably like a solid two weeks away, like right about two good weeks, and then the earliest ones will start dropping. Um, and I think it's only a matter of time before the bucks start showing back up, even though the rut's still months away. I think those bucks are going to show up when that food source starts dropping. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you, you got you got pines all everywhere else, but you got this little tiny grove of Schumers, and I I just I have to think that that's going to bring the boys in. I wish you could. So that's actually I believe going to be my birthday weekend. So not this weekend, but next um, is when we're thinking they should be really hot and getting ready to drop. Yep. Sure wish you could get out because I would love to go with you again and 
film. You want my old lady's number? <laughs> I'll let you do it. Here. It, I could, think, it could just be another quick morning hunt and you'd be yeah. back by lunch. And I think and I think reality of, of the situation is I think she'll she'll probably end up being on board with that. She'll have had an exam the week before, so she'll have a little bit of a break. She's ahead weeks in her schedule. Um I watch the boy three nights a week and any other night she needs to study. So we got a good thing going and there's probably a really good chance, especially if the wind's looking good. You know, I can I can be back home midday, you know. Um so but yeah, I think I think I'm gonna pull two or three. The thing is, I almost don't want to mess with that spot too much. Like I want to, I'm gonna probably go in there and shoot like a doe or two, and then I'm gonna leave it be because yeah. I know what week those bucks are gonna be in there, mm-hmm. and so um, chasing those does, and so I ain't gonna mess with that that order too much. But uh, you bet your butt, a buck starts daylighting down there in that bottom, I'll be in there. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I, I I'm immensely appreciative of everything you do for the podcast. I mean, it's driving out there was was that's a heck of a haul just to film for a few hours. But um, you know, the good news is, guys, that Brett is going to continue to crank out some awesome content. He's going to Missouri uh, in December. We're going to be hunting with him uh, in South Alabama. We're going to have a good time with that. And uh, you know he's going to be down in, in in Florida hunting with me on some of my spots this year that we've been we've been uh, scouting in Georgia as well. And so there's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming. The cool thing is if you're a deer addict and you don't care about the turkey conversation, check our YouTube channel out because Brett is going to be dropping all kinds of scouting videos all year long. If you think if you think you're alone in your deer fanaticism. Try and keep up with the hours and the miles that this boy puts in from like January to March. It's unreal. It's out of this world. And then on top of that, we're going to be turkey hunting this year. He's going to be running the camera. I'm going to be running the camera. I'm going to have an Alabama license. He's going to have a Florida license. Yep. Dude, it's going to be it's going to be fire. I'm excited. Be hitting three states this year. I'm going to try to hunt Florida. It'll probably be. Uh, Man, I really don't know when I'm gonna be in Florida. It all depends on what happens in Alabama. But yep, don't go tell them. Don't go, te- don't go tell them people. Be... Don't don't go tell them people when you're gonna be hunting in Florida because that'll tell them. Where. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's why I say I don't know when. I just yeah. know I'm going to at some point. But it also depends on what's going on here as well. But That's right. But for sure, um, yeah. Like some of my favorite times is. The day season goes out. I know that sounds crazy, but I also get excited because then I know I can go <laughs> straight off in them thickets and them bedding areas and go look at what the deer have been doing all season mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And that's the part I love. I love the process. I love being in the woods, period. I don't care how hot it is. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. Heck. But uh, also, if you uh, – want to keep up with me on the on the weekly you can follow my instagram page which is south alabama legend on instagram i try to post something at least once a week um usually on the weekend or something of whatever i've done so you kind of keep up with me there in between the videos and all as well oh yeah yep no and and we we share we share what we can to if if you if you can't find them or anything like that. Every time he tags us to something, we share it to our story and get it going. That way you can keep up with both of us. But I'm going to predict that uh, I think amongst the three of us, you, me, and Chase, like 
close to five, six hundred inches of antler die this year. Golly. I'm telling you. That's a lot. That's only six hundred inch deer if you really think about it. And Chase yeah, goes mean, on one of those tears, man. I mean, you go into Missouri. It can be done. I mean yeah. I got I got seven seven buck tags, man. No, I got eight uh ten buck tags. I've well, got I mean, more she, than that. I mean, you need to kill two hundred inches for us. Yeah. Amongst all amongst all ten ten tags. <laughs> it's gonna be a twenty inch average. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever works. I, hey, I mean, I, I let some deer walk last year that I had dead rats, and I just wasn't quite what I was looking for. I, I try to stick just my personal preferences. You hunt how you want, but that's right. I just like to go for a three and a half year old or older. Yeah, that's kind of my thing, and I like to chase them with a bow all year round. That's right. No matter where I'm at, they will be shooting guns all around me, and I'm out there with my bow. <laughs> this is how I roll. You know, I prefer I prefer my deer to be three and a half and older. Um <laughs> but I don't care if a two and a half year old walks out. <laughs> but don't get don't get me wrong, I've been hunting for a long time mm-hmm. and I've shot many, many deer and I you know, over the process of Lord knows almost twenty years of hunting. I kind of got that out of my system and now I'm just, you know, I like to watch them younger bucks and see them do their thing. But that's right. You know, I just got to that point of killing a bunch of deer and just move that next level. want to kill older deer. And that's all that is. That's right. That's right. But you had to kill a bunch of deer to get there most of the time. And that's what I'm on. I'm on that track. You and Chase told me that I think in the last podcast, you said that, that we did together. You said, I just have to kill enough deer, and if I kill enough deer, I'll start killing big ones because I'll start getting tired of shooting the small ones. My goal this year is six deer. The first six legal deer that walk out, I'm going to pull the trigger on. Now, I'm going to say this. There are some caveats to that. Like, if it's got a spotted fawn with it, I can't shoot the doe. And, you know, I mean, if, you know, I, I yeah. try not to shoot yearlings. But realistically, like the six deer, the first six deer that, you know, are a year and a half or older or something like that, you know, two two years old, they're all dying. I'm just going to pull the trigger, have a good time doing it, get as much of it as I can on film. And chances are the hunts that we're going on are going to produce some good deer. Like realistically, the the, the places we hunt, there's a high likelihood that some good deer uh, are, are on camera at a bare minimum. So, man, I appreciate you. Go do your packing. I'm going to go do some packing. I'm going to do some editing because I'm, I'm behind on podcasts. So I'm going to do some editing as well. Clear off some SD cards on the cameras. And uh, next time you hear from us, I'm gonna try and bring the podcast equipment so we can do a podcast in on on site. Be a little bit difficult because we only have four mics, but we're gonna make it happen. Could you not just do uh, different people on Zoom? I could, I could. There, there's ways to do it. We might do a live podcast at the show. That'd be debaucherous, but that'd be debauchery just left and right. But. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I, what I really want to do is there's some unique personalities there that I'd like to get sit down and and talk with, and and it might yeah, be that sure. it might be that one podcast chases on it, and the other podcast I'm on it, or something like that. Who knows? But either which guy way, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoy the content we're putting out. You really need to go check out our YouTube channel. We're making a hard push this year, this year on YouTube. We are we're making a hard push. Period. Both on podcast and YouTube form. We want to be Florida's podcast we want to be florida's outdoor hunting podcast and so we've got all kinds of content and we're building a team that's going to bring you that content uh in, in the coming months and years and we're not stopping and uh, i'm just going to put this little tidbit out there 
Y'all get ready for another t-shirt pre-order. T-shirt pre-order. T-shirt. T-shirt. Good lord. T-shirt pre-order, and uh, it's coming. We've got one that we're about to drop, and uh, I'm just waiting on a quote so I can get the pricing right for you guys. But uh, get ready because here it comes. And until next time, y'all stay tuned. Get ready to hear about all the deer that Brett kills this weekend on the next episode of Chasing Tales. <laughs> yeah. Right.